0: morbidly beautiful presents a horror interview podcast hosted by Brody Hubbard You have entered the chamber Welcome to the Chamber of the Damned This is a combination episode of Video of the Damned and the Chamber because it's been a little while since I've been able to give you either had a very tough few months, a lot of illness, personally and within my family appreciate your patience, I appreciate the morbidly beautiful network I also appreciate Lil little boudin for the theme song, Itchner for the Blood And I thought I would bring you a recap of 2023 horror releases Last year, I did that for 2022 with Colleen Cardi Hefner She's returned for this episode, kind of our Christmas time tradition She's a contributing editor at Fangoria. She's the editor in chief at Cherry Dress Press and Drunk Monkeys. We are going to talk about everything we loved or didn't love or haven't seen yet from 2023. It's been a little while since I've gotten to do a show. It's been a really difficult 2023, and I'm hoping for a better 2024. How is how is your year overall? Would you say
1: okay, like. I did a bunch of cool stuff like I did the SAFTA writing residency in Tennessee and you know like I had like some cool stuff happen Uh, I started editing for Fingoria that's right that was cool but also uh, I lost my voice which is why I sound like this but also uh, like I live with chronic pain so any anything cool kind of got there was like a damper put on it because not only do I have chronic pain but like the country just doesn't have the medicine I need to function most of the time. So it's like, so every month it's like, am I going to be able to walk this month? Who knows? So, but, uh, but overall it was like fine. You know what I mean? There were yeah. some real good highs. <laughs> so like, that's cool. Yeah. But like, you know, I didn't, I didn't like strike it rich or anything. So,
0: <laughs> right. We're, we're still working on that for sure. Yeah. Um, there was I, I thought that overall as far as like horror this year, I wasn't as excited this year about releases as I was last year. And it's funny because I I, I talked to people who say the exact opposite. Um, they they didn't think it, last year was that interesting. Um to me, I found a lot of new favorites and 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 this year I found some. Um, and I'm excited to talk about them, but I want to start off with a couple that I wasn't as excited about. And I don't think you and I have talked much yet about uh, Skinamarink because you finally did see it. And yes. it one that technically came out in the festival circuit 2022, I think it's being really heralded this year as a, like this year as a best of 2023.
1: Okay. I'm going to be real with you. I like Skinamarink, but it is not the best of anything. Like, let's be,
0: let's calm down a little. Right. <laughs> um, it's it's abstract. It's abstract art and that's fine. I don't know if it's fine for an hour forty-five or whatever it was.
1: Here's the thing. We watched finally watched Skinner Rink in October as part of uh Jim branscombe come from Cinematic Boy, does a void every year and right. he gives you prompts for each day. And one of them was like child friendly horror. So to be funny for it to show skin of a Rink. And I was like, Aiden had said before my 19-year-old son Aiden was like, I kind of want to watch it. And um so he watched it with us, which I'm gonna give him credit. He does not like to watch movies. I don't know if it's his yeah. age or what, but like he's just like sitting down and requiring that much attention is hard for kids his age. And he just doesn't care much for it. Yeah. But he he hated it. Okay. And he stuck with it the entire time. He mm-hmm. didn't look at his phone he didn't like get up to get high like he didn't do it he was just like he watched every second of it and he was like i did not like that movie and i was like you know what good for you for sticking through with it though because he could have tapped out at any time yeah it's a punisher it does not have to be as long as it is i was genuinely unsettled by that movie yeah yeah i was someone who was very afraid growing up had vivid nightmares all the time uh slept in my parents' room constantly. Uh a wrong number would send me into a tizzy. Like the idea that someone accidentally called me <laughs> and was like, oh sorry, like creeped me out. And still to this day kind of creeps me Yeah.
0: Out. You should uh, see around here when there's a knock on the door.
1: Yeah. And it's like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> send a text. But um, but I appreciated where he was going with it and like where it came from. And I appreciated the oddness of it and, and the abstractness of it. And that ending with like the face that you can barely see. And he's like, what is your name? And so I was like, I had my hands over my face. I was like, I don't even want to see this. Like, this is so unsettling to me, yeah but it is not the, the best of, to- come on.
0: Yeah. Now I feel the same about the Outwaters. The Outwaters was the kind of the same concept of, um, experimental, but I mean, I mean
1: you know, horror. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah. But I didn't
1: I, see. I didn't see that
0: one. It's a gorier Blair Witch.
1: I me. really want to see it. It is on my list. We just yeah. themed movie months, you know. Yeah. March. March's theme is March misses, so things that we've been meaning to watch but they didn't fit into our themes, so we didn't get a chance to watch them yet. So I, I definitely wanted to put that in there. We haven't come up with the schedule yet. But yeah. um. But yeah, I really wanted to see that.
0: I would say it's for me i i i ended up just really paying attention only to the last 10 minutes of the film but where all the gore is really um everything else was a bit too abstract or or
1: so it was it was still too much for you like in terms of abstractness like
0: and like just the it's it's all the boring found footage parts leading up to when bad things start to happen like i right it, I, I get that they're trying to establish characters um you know I think about like Troy Escamilla and Roger Connor have the podcast called Dark Knight of the Podcast, and one of the things they frequently cite is that we don't get to know the the people who end up being the body count enough in movies like we like that there needs to be more depth of character and you'll see that in Troy's films where you'll spend a lot of time with the characters before they die at the same time you know if you're going to mix that with that rink kind of abstractness or found footageness, you know, um, I don't know. I feel like Blair Witch pulled it off already and, and nobody else can. Yeah, we it. don't need another Blair Witch. It happened right, right. a long time ago.
1: <laughs> I guess like too, like, if you don't build up your characters, then why do I care if they're in trouble? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, I think rink worked for me because it was children. Right. And, and uh, the older i get the more sensitive i am to like child-based stuff where i'm just like no (laughs) Ah, stop hurting those kids you know what i mean like i wasn't i didn't used to be like that and i remember like people would be like oh now that i had my kid uh, i'm like that and i was like well i have had my kid for a while and i'm not like that but like i think at the older i get the more i am like that i'm like no so
0: (laughs) that's what bothered me about to, to segue into cobweb I had actually messaged you, like, after the first 25 minutes saying, I don't know if I can finish this. Yeah. It's like,
1: what is cobweb even
0: about? So ostensibly, it's about a kid who's picked on at school and has really strict parents, and then finds out weird things happening in the house. So it's almost Mm -hmm. like a mix of people under the stairs, and a little bit of a parents vibe, if you remember that movie from. Uh, I movie. love that movie. Yeah, um, Randy Quaid, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it has that, but like the movie itself is so cruel to this kid that I just like I don't want to see this like nice kid get so. Yeah, I don't want to see get tortured.
1: <laughs> like I'm just like, oh. Yeah. Like I just I just feel badly about it. Yeah.
0: I decided to go revisit it. I'm I'm not particularly glad I did. Like I thought, it started to kind of turn. Like okay, well, there's some interesting kind of twists to this that I, I didn't necessarily see, but it just felt like it was kind of trying to throw too much at the wall to see what sticks. Like the the performances, first of all, um, some of the hammiest since um, re- Resurrection um which i know is one of your favorites last year um this was kind of my my resurrection this year with cobweb like I think okay, yeah just like yeah
1: i don't know i'm not interested in it like like i had said earlier it um it came up at horror trivia and i was just like i'm not interested in that movie like and really you're the only person i know who saw it and i was like I didn't like it <laughs> so I don't know because it was, like, you know we differ a lot but I was just like there's just something about like the how much you didn't like it that I was like mm, yeah I, was
0: could, not- I could pass <laughs> Some good word of mouth about it was the weird thing though like there was people are talking about oh it's this hidden gem and why did this get buried by the uh studio like why didn't this get released around Halloween to really make everybody excited it got dumped on streaming and then I saw them like okay I get why maybe it didn't turn out like everybody wanted it felt like it was trying to be more like that high level conjuring level kind of crossover horror okay yeah like i think the boogeyman was one of another one that tried to do that i didn't see boogeyman did you see i
1: saw most of boogeyman okay
0: (laughs) on a delta
1: flight (laughs) not the best way to watch it and i and i just did not care for it like it was so like oh like it was one of those like oh there's something in the house that's gonna hurt us and people yeah. are like no there isn't and <laughs> it's like people keep getting hurt and yeah. it's like no you're not like it was just like i'm like why wouldn't they believe this there's like tangible evidence yeah i just like i couldn't and plus i was on a delta flight <laughs> i will say though delta crazy amount of of movie like options yeah there's like hundreds of them Oh, good. I watched Beaches on the same flight. Yeah. <laughs> I had never seen, and I had just posted, I'd never seen Beaches. And then, like, <laughs> I went on that flight, and I was like, holy shit, they have beaches. So I watched it. <laughs> but yeah, the boogeyman, like, don't watch it on a flight. But I just, like, I was just, like, this, to me, is just so, it was very hammy. Okay. It was, like, I, maybe if it was in the theater, and I was just, like, oh, I'm gonna have fun with it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna take it seriously. And I'm just at a theater having fun. Maybe, but like, I won't go back to it. I it. Yeah,
0: it was. It was. There was definitely a year of, of of mainstream horror. I'll name some titles that um I saw or didn't see that you might have. Okay. Um, I know that I feel like the Pope's Exorcist. I watched that on.
1: I also watched that on the Delta flight. Okay. Oh, it, it was. They were connecting flights, so in all, it was one, two, and then one so four flights in all. So I watched I had a lot of time with Delta. Yeah. I could not take, oh my God, what's his name? Like zipping around on his like moped. I'm like, I can't
0: with this. Russell Crowe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like,
1: it's just like popping around on his Vespa. I'm like, okay. (laughs) It was not good.
0: So there's
1: literally a scene where they're like, he's like in front of like the clergy right or whatever like he, they're like we're going to talk to you about your exorcism crimes or something oh, God! and the guy literally says they're in rome he speaks italian and the the guy literally says we're going to hold this we're going to hold this meeting in english and i was like <laughs> is that for us like the americans like lazy American? like why that wouldn't happen before any of the exorcism stuff that wouldn't happen I was like (laughs) forget this I got about an hour into
0: it and I was like yeah (laughs) a haunting in Venice I think was classified as horror I think of it more as like a mystery thriller maybe though I don't know I didn't see it yeah lost or last voyage of the Demeter was a I think fairly well-known vampire movie
1: yes yeah well it's like part of Dracula Yeah. And, and you know what? I have heard nothing but good things about that movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, like they definitely did it a disservice by being like, it's Dracula on a boat, but (laughs) like, it's part of the book. And it was, and I mean, they mentioned it in Bram Stoker's Dracula, like the movie, Right. like, oh, and I was on the Demeter or whatever, but like, I want to see it because so many people I know, like loved it. So I was like, okay, I haven't seen it yet, but I do want to.
0: A couple of other, the big ones this year were Saw X didn't see
1: it didn't the see nun-
0: socks the nun too no nope. insidious the red door
1: oh insidious no Mm-mm. insidious I yeah. See that
0: yeah um, i hear people talking about godzilla minus one they're putting it in the horror category i feel like it's more of a i don't know sci-fi
1: how do you categorize godzilla because i do think that he gets
0: lumped into horror a lot yeah.
1: Like, I don't consider that horror, but then, like, sci-fi seems wrong, too. It's yeah. almost like its own
0: thing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Knock at the Cabin was another, like, M. Night Shyamalan movie, I think, that came out. M. Night Shyamalan, and
1: it's based on a novel.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Cabin at the End of the World. Right. The who wrote it. I
1: didn't read it. And and I feel like they kind of tried to hide that it was based on a novel. Yeah. Um, but... I heard the novel's
0: very good. Yeah. I heard mixed things about the movie. Same. Yeah. Um surprised that my household did not end up watching Five Nights at Freddy's cuz we have very like horror video game kids in this house, so
1: I'm really I don't know if if Aiden watched it. He loved that video game growing up. Yeah. Like, when he was a little younger, he was very into it. So I feel like you know there's i think there's two two uh types of people for that movie there are people who were familiar with the game maybe a little younger than us grew up with it
0: yeah and we're
1: like this is great introductory horror like it's campy someone was like it's just like that willy's wonderland movie from last year which i actually like yeah um from two years ago whatever and and you know it's good like it's not too scary but it's like a good way to usher like, almost like Monster Squad was. Like, right. it's a good kind of introductory. And then there were people who were like, fuck this stupid shit. <laughs> so I kind of feel like it depends. Yeah, um, But I don't think Aiden saw it. And I'm I'm surprised because I remember being like, there's a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. And, you know, he's at an age where he could either be like, that's cool for nostalgia purposes or lame. So like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I've heard. This. It's funny because I've heard, mostly positive stuff about that yeah not a great
0: movie but like for what it is it works you know what I mean for sure for sure yeah um one that came out the very beginning of the year and I already did a whole episode of it for video the damned was for uh Megan which was I loved and I loved
1: Megan
0: yeah we... I loved it <laughs> it was funny satirical um was, it, was at the end of last year no, it was January. Really? Yeah. yeah. Jeez, I feel like yeah. Megan's always been with us. It really has, and I have my little one dresses up as Megan for Halloween, and just loves all the Megan stuff. I loved that movie. I thought it was so fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, Evil Dead Rise was one that I think crossed over to pretty big success.
1: Yeah, that got that. I didn't see it, um, but it did very well, if I recall correctly.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: I heard mixed things on that too. Some people loved it. Mm-hmm. Mostly. I know people were not happy with it, but
0: it's an Evil Dead movie. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Scream 6, which I saw pretty much, if not the day it came out, maybe the weekend it came out, I dropped my family off at the airport. They were going to see my mother-in-law. I had to stay in town to work the following week. And so, you know, love you, miss you, you know, stay in touch and headed right from the airport to the movie theater, (laughs) walked in, watched Scream 6.
1: I don't call me for two hours.
0: <laughs> if you get
1: stranded at the airport, stay there. Yes. <laughs> I famously do not like the screen movies. Right. So um I did not see it. Right. Though I am very interested in all the backlash for the seventh movie. And it's just like, oh, they really just <laughs> ruined that, didn't they? Yeah. One one domino after another. But um, but yeah, I, I just don't care for those movies. So I do have, I have some friends who are like, you're a hypocrite though, because at Horror Trivia, I won a scream sweater. It's yes. a black sweater and it has the little like ghost face stitched right here. Right. I'm not gonna pass up a good sweater. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so warm. It's like fleece line. Yeah. I'm like, the sweater's great. The sweater is better than the movie, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> so it's, it's definitely of as a franchise greater, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Like, if you take it individually, beyond the first movie, it's really hit and miss. And, like, I I really like one, four, um, and five, and I like six. Um, I don't, I'm not even really that huge a fan of two and three. You know, it's very up and down, all all over the place. uh, Yeah. Most franchises are. Well, yeah, every franchise. Look at Hellraiser. (laughs) (laughs) Um, <laughs> don't look at hellraiser I only like three hellraiser movies yes <laughs> um cocaine bear was kind of lumped in with horror this year loved it i thought it was great
1: it made the drunk monkeys top five movies of the year <laughs> we did like a quick roundup, like just the very last minute of like you know we did like staff voting and stuff and and yeah. it was uh it was in there yeah i loved that movie and here's the thing Fritz and I rarely get to go out together. I am always out without my husband, and um, we went to Texas in March. And his parents, of course, are like, "Leave the baby with us. (laughs) We need baby time." So we let, and Lee is getting older, so like now it's getting a little better because we can have like Aiden's girlfriend babysit or something, and she's comfortable with her, and we can go for a while, and it's fine. But in March, we. we when we were visiting, we were like, "Let's go to a, we're gonna have a date night." We went went out to eat. We went to see Cocaine Bear, but the last movie we had seen in theaters before that together was Cats, <laughs> also in Texas. So we just had this like, "Oh my god!" Like the only movies we see are like insane animal based
0: movies. Yeah, which is just really
1: funny. I yeah. had a lot of fun with Cocaine Bear. It's not really horror, but um, but I can see why it got lumped in a lot. Yeah. Um, I did have a lot of fun with that movie. I did not take it seriously. People on Twitter, I remember, were like, the editing is terrible. It's <laughs> fucking cocaine bear. Why do you care about that? <laughs> if they bear eat the cocaine, that's all I'm here for. Yeah. It was, I thought it was good.
0: Oh, good. Well. It's uh, still
1: <laughs> People need to learn how to have a little bit more fun, I think.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Renfield, which I end up seeing at home, And I liked, okay, I guess it wasn't as big a hit as they were hoping, but yeah,
1: yeah, definitely wasn't. I'm famously not a Nick Cage fan. Ah, but I want to see that I haven't yet. And I am actually surprised it didn't do better in the theater. I don't, I understand why doing good in the theater is important in terms of financing for other things, but uh, I am somebody who just doesn't care about that kind of stuff because I'm going to like it if I like it and I'm going to not like it. If I don't like it, I don't care about box office stuff. But I'm just surprised. Nick Cage is a huge, people love him. Yeah. And Nicholas Holt, I will see, I will watch a movie of him peeling a carrot. Like <laughs> he's so good looking. So it's <laughs> like, like, why didn't that do his game? plus that seemed very funny and everyone I know who
0: saw it liked it. Yeah.
1: It's on my list. I will get to it eventually,
0: maybe in March. March. Did you end up getting to do um, watch the Haunted Mansion movie? The new I event? didn't watch the Haunted Mansion, no. Okay. No. Um, I think you're somebody. Think it's cute. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Um, it's good gateway horror. Yeah, there you go. No. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. My uh, neighbor Liz
1: saw it. You met Liz, right? Liz and Lloyd when you were here. They live next door to us. Oh, maybe you didn't. Yes they saw it together and they loved
0: it oh good i thought that was cute (laughs) (laughs) um did you end up getting to see exorcist believer which was another highly anticipated one
1: i didn't see it however i did edit like every fango article for it okay (laughs) so i basically know like everything about it um which is very fun for me i like editing because i like i like learn a lot yeah like i didn't it never occurred to me that in the original exorcist Max von I was like in his 40s because like he's one of those people like he's just always he was just always old to me yeah right so it never occurred to me that it was like oh that was old age makeup right (laughs) and it was like I'd like never thought that and that's how good the makeup is so there was like a whole article about the makeup effects in the new movie versus you know and um and I was like holy shit and then I told my dad and he was like I didn't know that either I you just take for granted that Max von Sydow was like 98, like his whole life? Right.
0: But I didn't see it.
1: Um Again, mixed things. I remember I texted my friend Jared, and he was like, I just saw the exercise. It wasn't very good. I liked it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I 100% understand that statement.
0: <laughs> it wasn't very good, but I liked it.
1: Story <laughs> of my life. <laughs>
0: so. Um, these two, I feel like, were talked about in horror circles. I don't know if they were considered mainstream at all. I'm guessing not. But I feel like a lot more people knew about Infinity Pool.
1: Yes, I want to see that. It is definitely on my list. And I think that did definitely get lumped into horror because it's, like, very body horror forward, I think. Yeah. It's it's the Cronenberg's kid, right? Yes. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I'm not... Everyone loved that one movie he did. Uh not persona. That's all I can think of. It's not Persona. Um, I forget what it was called. I did not like it.
0: Gotcha. It's like
1: it was like this lady's bad at her job. <laughs> like that was all it was. I don't know. But you know, I like Mia Goth. And <laughs> I like uh Alexander Skarsgard, so I'll watch it. But yeah, that's definitely, I think, falls into the horror category. I did not did
0: you see it? Did not. Um I'm surprised I haven't yet. I'm surprised you haven't yet either <laughs> that's shocking to me <laughs> Boas afraid is another one but I've never really kept t- in touch with Ari Oster's stuff
1: yeah uh you know I'm mixed on him because I hated hereditary mm-hmm. I don't understand why hereditary is as popular as it is but I loved Midsommar yeah and I often wonder if I loved Midsommar because my expectations were like in the shitter because of Hereditary. But I've watched it so much now that I'm like, no, I just genuinely like this movie. Yeah. So um who knows, right? But like, um, but I didn't see that movie and it is very polarizing. Cause like so many people are like, I fucking loved it. I don't know. And so many people are like, fuck that movie to death. Like I hated that movie. <laughs> but it's also, I think it's like overly long, and I'm just like, you know. <laughs> If it's, like, longer than 90, I really have to make, like, a concentrated effort for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm shocked you didn't see Infinity Pool, though. Yeah. What
0: was the other movie? I'm gonna look it up. Cool. It's bothering me. Pet Cemetery Bloodlines, another one that I feel like got talked about a little bit but didn't get to see.
1: That would be completely, like, I was like, there's a movie called that? <laughs> I don't know why, like, it... Like, if the radar is here, it was, like, under here for me. Like, I was just like, yeah. there's a new Pet cemetery movie? I yeah. heard it was good,
0: though. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I
1: mean, I'll watch it. I don't care. I liked that remake that they did a few years ago.
0: Yeah, that's what I've, I've heard good things about that, too. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, Ones that I hope to see in um, 2024 are When the Trash Ran Knocks. It's just a one I heard was good satanic Hispanics I was looking forward to I saw that okay so yeah it's, it's
1: a it's an anthology uh thing I know a few people who worked on it uh my friend Mike was one of the directors um some of the some of the you know vignettes are stronger than others there's a Christmas themed one so I especially liked that nice um Wait, is there a Christmas themed one? Or is, was it no, I'm sorry. There's a Halloween themed one. And I especially liked that. And it was about like a vampire trying to get home. Okay. And he was, like, this is the only time of year I can go out and like be myself. Cause I'm like a vampire, dressed as a vampire for Halloween, like wreaking <laughs> havoc. But then he's like, shit, it's also daylight savings. It's, it's it's clever. And it was and like he's like fighting with his wife. It was really clever, I thought. I thought. Um, there's a Jonah Ray segment from Mystery Science Theater. That is excellent. My friend Dan visited that week. And I was like, do you want to go see this movie with me? Uh, You know, just trying to support friends. And also my friend Brian did the Q&A. So like, you know, it was just nice to go. And we won like a gift bag thing. And (laughs) Jonah Ray's segment has this weapon that's like a huge petrified dick. So it was like a straw with like the, like the dick. I thought it's it's fun. Uh, like I said, with any anthology thing, some are are way stronger than others. And I thought maybe it could have been one story shorter. Yeah, or maybe even just cut some of the stories down. Yeah, and there was one that I felt didn't make too much sense. I was it was uh, a little uh, loose for me narratively. Right. And uh, like the guy, like there's an interweaving story where the guy's like, I'm telling you these stories, and that one could have just gone with me. But for the most part, I thought it was definitely worth watching. Yeah. Plus, it's always nice to see like an anthology movie that's made by like a certain demographic. Yeah. It's like, okay, like let's get some like, Hispanic takes like that's fun right. for me. I think those really fun when that happens. Yeah, and that's, that's like what a queer anthology. let like to me that's like awesome. Like it's just a fun take on things. and I like that.
0: That's what I thought was redeeming about this anthology I saw this year called Creepy Pasta, which there was a lot I just wasn't didn't, didn't interest me. There was also a lot of like interesting international filmmakers. Um, and that's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. do your
1: shot I don't care I'm <laughs> like I, I'll watch it you know what I mean
0: yeah it's always nice
1: to see like someone you know uh Mike Mendez is his name he's directed quite
0: a few things but it's nice to see someone you know yeah like, man great good
1: for you <laughs> your yeah. friend
0: Alyssa was on creepypasta by the way
1: yes Alyssa Wagner yeah she's fantastic
0: she was I, I didn't exiler. see it
1: but but uh I do when you told me she was in it I was like oh I should watch that so
0: I'll get yeah. to it She's She's, probably in the best English speaking one that I remember.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely (laughs) check it out. She's so fun. (laughs)
0: Um, VHS 85, I just was not as into as I was VHS 99.
1: I didn't like any of the VHS. Well, okay, here's the thing. I shouldn't say that because I've only seen two of them. I hated the first one. I was like, and then I like half paid attention to the second one. I don't remember what it was called. (laughs) <laughs> and then I was like, these movies are probably just not for me. Now, here's the thing, though. Because they're anthologies and stuff, there probably is some good stuff in there that I'm just missing. But yeah. also, my interest in it is just so low.
0: Yeah, You
1: know what I mean? Yeah. But I know people really liked this one. Yeah. They completed it at Beyond Fest this year. And yeah. people were like, yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to go to that,
0: though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> still- oh, by the way, I looked up the Brandon Cronenberg movie, and it okay. was a possessor.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah.
1: I Like a persona, and I was like, I know that's not it. It's Possessor.
0: Possessor, got it, got I it. I didn't care for it.
1: <laughs> he is not his dad.
0: No one is. <laughs> um, Angry Black Girl and Her Monster. I've heard great things. Hope to see.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen that either.
0: Yeah. Birth Rebirth. I've heard good things. Dark Harvest was one that came up on my radar. Still need to see that.
1: I heard that one was good.
0: That came up in Horror
1: Trivia, too. By the way, if anyone's listening to this and... They don't know what the horror trivia I'm talking about is it is Dead Right Horror Trivia. It's once a month in Burbank, California. If you're in the Los Angeles area and you want to check it out, uh, you can follow like their Facebook account. And uh it's very fun. And there's definitely like a team out there for you. So uh there's gonna be an article about it in the New Fangoria. And I know that because I edited it. <laughs> I was like, I know all these people, they're my friends.
0: Yeah.
1: So. But yeah, that came up um you know the other day and people were like, Oh, that movie was so good. And I'm like,
0: okay. Yeah. The mask looked neat to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I don't think the Toxic Avenger or Late Night with the Devil have played outside of festivals. I
1: don't think so either. I'm pretty sure it was at Beyond Fest. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure. But um I know that people, everyone I know who saw it loved it. Yeah. Um just said it was a lot of fun. And it was funny because i think i saw like one wayward article that was like movie blows and i was like i like i didn't see one person that i know who said say well that wasn't very fun so like you know whatever there's always (laughs) somebody right so um i am excited to see that one i it's like way like
0: i the minute i can watch it absolutely absolutely um a couple more mainstream-ish ones that I think people talked about, um, or I felt like they had talked about. So I finally got to see The Blackening, and I had felt that there was tons of hype for that movie. Um, I ended up looking at the numbers. I, I feel, and I don't think that a box office or, or a Rotten Tomato score, whatever, I don't think that makes or breaks, like, what I'm going to think of a movie. I just, as a… Exactly, just like I said, yeah. …person who does this. Uh, recording and talking to people and stuff. I, I I need to be informed, and I was really surprised how the Black Thing did not do as well as I thought it did. But um, very funny movie. I wouldn't say it was a scary movie. It was
1: so many people who saw that movie.
0: Yeah, like so many. Yeah.
1: So that actually surprises me too.
0: It's um, I think it's accessible for people who aren't part of the 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 black culture um and it, it's still funny like you know i i don't you know i grew up in arizona uh like i i grew up in a very white town right oh, i get it but, <laughs> i think i uh, met a black person until i was like 15. <laughs> but you know just being part of the world and in los angeles and pop culture and underground culture and stuff like there's plenty of references that hit or I got out from context, or that just weren't necessarily dependent on—they were more dependent on, like, horror movie. Right,
1: instead yeah, instead of, like, an ethnicity thing or something.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, I know it got compared to, like, the Scary Movie series a lot, um, and I think the obvious reason is because of it being parody, and also because of, like, um, that similarly would utilize things for Black culture, because it was, like, the Waynes brothers for part of that franchise. But this was way more unique. This was way more um, specific to the characters of this improv or comedy troupe that created the movie. And That's great. Oh man, I wanna see that so bad. Yeah. It, I, I it, gotta jump on that, yeah. I definitely recommend it.
1: I actually, here's a little aside about the scary movie. So on on uh, Halloween night, I was not very tired. And I was like, I'm gonna watch a movie. I'm gonna watch a scary movie. I have a scary movie shirt I got from either Pizza Eaters or Bloody Altar. I can't remember. One of those Instagram, like, shirt companies. The Pizza Eater guys, they have a Descent uh, pre-order happening right now. I cannot. They're they are in the UK, so if you're in America, it's going to be a little pricey. But I cannot recommend their clothes enough. Like, I am a huge Pizza Eaters fan. But anyway, and I have a scary movie shirt that I bought specifically because the whole backsplash is the Wanted Called Doofy poster, which I love. <laughs> I think it's so funny. And I say, want to call Doofy like 17 times a day, <laughs> it, it, like for 20 years. So I had been wearing it a lot and people were like, oh my God, your shirt is so good. I'm like, right. So I was like, I'm going to watch this. And it was like 2 a.m. Yeah. And I was just like, Fred had gone to bed. Lita was in bed. And I said to my son, Aiden, I was like, do you want to watch this movie with me? And he was like, sure. And we had watched How High a few weeks before that. Yeah. I was part of Ween. And um, and he was like, "Is this the same? Like, do the same people make this?" And I'm like, "No." And he's watching, and he's like, "You know, it's the the humor in it is so crude and so like problematic now. Like a ton of it hinges on like, is is Marlon Wayne's gay or not? Like, right? Like either. but whatever, right?" I don't care. I love it. Just like just friends. I love it. Right. So he's watching it and he's like, This movie is just like that other movie. I'm like, Let me tell you something about the early 2000s. <laughs> it was this string of movie type parody that were just like this. Yeah. <laughs> and they were insanely popular. <laughs> like, this movie is so popular. And he was just like blown away by it. He watched the whole thing with me. I went to bed at like 4 a.m. <laughs> I was just like, Dude, I haven't seen this movie in like 15 years, probably. <laughs> and it is so problematic. And I fucking love every second of it. I don't even care. <laughs> but but yeah, like if the blackening is like a like I didn't realize it was like a kind of a spoof. Like I like I I don't think I really knew what it was. Yeah. But I'll definitely watch that. I have heard nothing but good things about that movie. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's 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 pretty good. It's it's pretty good. I feel like it should have done better than it did. Um yeah. but you know, um not everything crosses over to mainstream success unfortunately yeah um, when it it necessarily maybe should um one that I, I do think did pretty well this year was Thanksgiving and I just saw it
1: oh my god I haven't seen it yet I have it
0: yes ready to go yep
1: and I'm you know there's a lot to be said about going to the theater versus streaming and how like movies that come out right away for streaming how it's like killing stuff and this and that and it's so interesting when like there's a smash like barbie and oppenheimer and all this and that right i, I get it but to me that movie should have came out at least on thanksgiving yeah <laughs> i could have watched it on thanksgiving right and it like almost like wasn't even in the theater anymore <laughs>
0: yeah. so
1: i'm like well I like i want to see this movie i'm gonna want to watch it for the holiday it's intended for yeah i'm watch it at Christmas it's not a Christmas movie yeah so I'm a little irked by that but um but it is it is definitely like I won't wait until next Thanksgiving to watch it like yeah. I will watch it it's on there I'm I'm ready to go with
0: it yeah <laughs> so. have you seen much Eli Roth because I yeah. had you go with him uh like he did Hostel, right yeah, he did the Hostel series. I didn't care for, for the hostels at all. Okay,
1: but he did. Did he do Cabin Fever? Yeah. See, I love Cabin Fever.
0: Yeah.
1: Man, what a blast from the past that
0: movie is! That's the movie when I think I was pregnant with Aiden, <laughs> my almost twenty-year-old son. <laughs> and you know, there's a sensibility to this that's very much like, even though this came from that Grindhouse project, it's not shot like '70s Grindhouse. Um, even though there's some kind of allusions to. Really obvious allusions to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, things like that. It it feels like a early two thousands um, horror, it, uh, but like like maybe something like The Faculty or something where like there's a little bit of there's a, a bit of a sense of humor to it. That's right, like, s- slightly over the top. Which it, you know, it's not just the gore that's over the top. It's right, un-
1: right, it's like yeah, campy in, in a way yes you know that there's a methuen shout out like he's like go back to methuen or whatever yes and, uh, and of course i'm from methuen i right? thought of you when i saw that yeah part. and and my friend brian and i grew up together and he was like yes, like in the theater i guess and he's like i was the only one <laughs> because most people don't know what methuen is but like that's always kind of fun yeah you know what i mean but i do want to see it i'm you know i have heard oops hit the computer i have heard nothing but good things about it and uh you know I won't hold hustle against them just like you know just like Ari Aster. like I don't like something sometimes I like it who knows like yeah yeah but uh also edited an article about Thanksgiving <laughs> so I was just like okay learning a lot about this movie but
0: it's fun when you or anybody sees the the abs scene I'll just call it the the, the quick little abs joke
1: okay. uh, it, it
0: to me personified what was hilarious about that movie
1: I will immediately text you.
0: Okay, good. (laughs) Pretty good. Um, And the, I didn't finish Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey.
1: (laughs) I won't watch that movie.
0: I got, like, I got the gist of it.
1: Yeah, just because you can, doesn't mean (laughs) you should. I'm not going to watch that. I mean, God bless them for being like, let's just be batshit insane with this, but it's just, that's not something for me, so.
0: Now there is a similar like hey let's take a property and make a horror movie out of it that i'll talk about later i just i put that on there but let's talk about another really popular one or at least word of mouth and this is the thing again it's hard to know it's popular outside our circles and and when i say our circles i'm using real i mean anybody listening or watching this anybody who follows horror
1: like the horror circle
0: yeah Yeah, i get it but i saw some very strong positive opinions about when evil lurks
1: i loved when evil lurks okay um i definitely watched i definitely made room for that based on scott wampler's uh this movie bugs like tweets okay and i was like mm-hmm. i think scott usually is pretty spot on okay scott is is the host of the king cast and he and i have good friends but um and i thought It was very, very strong.
0: Yeah.
1: A lot of it is, somebody was like, it's very mean-spirited. Like, (laughs) why is this happening at all? Like, who knows? But like, the thing is, like, I'm not, I wasn't dissecting that movie that way in a way where it's like, well, if they had just done this or like, well, why is that even happening? Because this, like, I don't even remember what the actual complaints were, but I'm just watching it to watch a messed up horror movie like i I, i'm not getting into like you know like the the i'm not doing like film crit on it you know what i mean like i just wanted to watch it because i heard it was like pretty brutal and i thought it was very brutal but not it's so like it's so weird to me what i can handle and what i can't handle because there's no rhyme or reason to it because that movie was gross as hell and i was like oh i love it but then there's like you know like a movie like tusk where i'm like fuck this movie forever (laughs) you know what i mean it's just weird like there's no rhyme or reason there must be something and i'm sure if i like really analyzed it i could figure it out but i just really really enjoyed that movie i just thought it was like a good hit the ground running fucked up like and, and you know there's like obviously like a religious angle to it which is very up my alley yeah i really like that kind of stuff so i was just like yeah i liked it a lot i thought it was very good
0: I think for me, um, I am picky choosy when it comes to stuff with kids. Um, yeah, I and mean, it is mean to kids. Yeah. That movie
1: is mean to kids.
0: Yeah. Vicky, no! <laughs> Poor picky. It's really funny because like I was one of the people who thought the Backlash Against the Terrifier 3 teaser, where...
1: Oh god, that say, was so dumb.
0: Santa Art has an axe and there's a kid in the room. Like, I also saw... Uh, Christmas bloody Christmas last year where you know a robot Santa literally like acts as a kid you know yeah I didn't
1: Um, care much for that I think we talked about that last year yeah yeah. when I was we talked this is like our Christmas tradition yes (laughs) (laughs) but um but yeah I didn't care much for that I just thought it could have been shorter right
0: right but
1: um but yeah like that that backlash for Terrifier 3 was so stupid it was like go back to 1984. yeah like (laughs) silent night deadly night stuff
0: yeah yeah exactly
1: you know they didn't really kill the kid right like <laughs> i need to know that you know that
0: right <laughs> i i i think it's just that you know if i choose not to watch it and that's fine and i'm not telling anybody else they shouldn't watch it i guess right. maybe that's the difference but watch
1: it if you want watch it if you yeah, don't watch it if you don't want i don't care right stop involving me and
0: stuff <laughs> <laughs> but i think if it's over the top you know then it's funny evil dead rise is creepy and there were kids involved but at the same time like it's evil dead and nobody's really safe in the evil dead movie so it's okay you know and that's where i feel like maybe i would like when evil lurks it feels like a very evil dead kind of movie so
1: wait did you watch it or not
0: i didn't
1: oh you didn't see it I... yet, dude well I'll... then when you see vicky don't get attached to her it's <laughs> what i was going <laughs> I think I I, get- I think I think you will like it, but I do beg of you just don't put a lot like don't be like, well, you know what? Like, yeah. Just go with it. Just yeah. go with the ride. You know what I mean?
0: Fair enough. It's a mean
1: spirited movie though. Yeah. No one no one really uh no one here gets out alive. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but I liked it. I thought it looked good too. It was very competent. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, watch it and let me know.
0: Cool. Um, one I didn't include because I hadn't seen it. I'm not sure if it counts as a horror or if it's just a supernatural movie, but definitely the title of the year is Oregon Trail.
1: Oregon, like not Oregon. Right. Oregon Trail.
0: Right. I haven't <laughs>
1: even heard of that.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just liked the name. Of um, so I have now a list of things I saw that- okay. Actually, and much of this, I think I've reviewed, if not all of it, on the show, Damned. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely would like you to chime in if there's anything I've missed or do end up missing on here.
1: Okay. Yeah, no problem.
0: And so I will also say for some of these, just watch the video, The Damned Review. Um, For instance, Influencer, which was more of a thriller than a horror, but Influencer was a good thriller. Uh, Waking Karma was another one that Ted had recommended to me. Um, it is, uh, it has Michael Madsen, it's cults, it's mess with the, with the mind, it's, you know.
1: I did, I don't know about that movie.
0: Yeah. Um, I will Magic, check that out. Waking Karma, another great one that I screened this mm-hmm. uh, year. Um, Parasite Lady was a short, kind of like a full moon feature short film that had um Claris Polaris who's a a, a horror uh kind of reviewer and and online gamer and stuff like she had a like a a prominent role in it. I, I think it was actually because of um uh, the, the other gal who was in it um the name is coming to me. What movie? Parasite Lady. Parasite Lady. So uh that is with uh Allie, Edwards? Allie Chapel.
1: Oh Allie
0: Chapel the, the Unholy Chapel show and then also um Ariel Edwards, yes, who is also known on as Claris Polaris. It's a Chris Alexander short movie on this kind of like uh imprint label of Fullman features that they do more experimental stuff. Um just kind of trippy, good little short film I liked. Um Another short film that came out, did you get to see Dylan's New Nightmare? There was so mm-hmm. much talk about this, um, not only locally, because it was made by some Phoenix folks, but also just a lot of people reviewed it because they were excited about a new Freddy Krueger thing.
1: I didn't see it.
0: Yeah, like even Dead Meat did like a body a kill count for it. Um, and then one that I know you did see was Out There Halloween Mega Tape. Yes, so, I
1: did see that and I loved it yes I loved it and what's funny because I'm a huge uh WNUF fan so and it's so funny because I watched it like three times this October well when I was at the Safter writing residency my uh one of my co-residents Robin was like oh do you like horror movies yes so we actually fell down kind of like a like we would watch some things so we watched that together and she was like this is like an amazing movie to just put on
0: yes like, exactly
1: background I'm like it's so good yeah. right and then we actually watched some trauma movies I'm gonna mention even though I don't think they're actually from this year but anyway I'll <laughs> do that in a little bit but um and then I watched it of course for one of the Voidoween prompts but I actually got the Halloween mega tape for Christmas last year and waited yeah. this whole time to watch it in October I was like I don't want to watch this until Halloween season and I knew I'll be able to fit it in for like Voidoween I forget if we used it for like the Maryland prompt or if we just watched it on Halloween itself I thought it was so good because that first one is one of my favorites so it's just like and I just thought like the whole alien did you see it because like the whole alien autopsy thing and stuff
0: I love 90s retro stuff um so
1: amazing yeah and then the end they were just like oh
0: (laughs) well it was good because that first one is very 80s and 80s bound footage and you know the next one was was 90s and and I thought it was a good progression for that it was so good yeah I loved it yeah Mm -hmm. um I will, I will, I have on the queue to see uh, his feature, Chris La LaMartine's feature, Call Girl of Cthulhu. I want to see his other stuff, because I think he's got a good eye in, yeah. uh, for humor and, and horror. So. I didn't even
1: know about that movie, so
0: I'll check that out too. Yeah. Um, it's on Tubi, as okay. is another 2023 release I saw, Black Mold. Mm-hmm. But Black Mold mm-hmm. I was really excited about, because it was produced by Jill Six, who did The Silist, which... Okay. Uh,
1: Oh, I saw that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, one of my favorite discoveries this year, even though it didn't come out this year. Um, I think it just got some wider distribution or st- on streaming, maybe. I think uh, I
1: saw that at that. Wait, I, was that the one I saw at? Oh, no, wait, was that the one where, like, on Twitter, someone, like, fought with her?
0: I think that's what got my attention initially. Yeah,
1: I didn't see that. I'm thinking of a different movie, but I did want to check it out because of that. Yes. And I forget exactly what the impetus of that whole thing was, but I was like, this is like, what are you yeah.
0: doing? Well, it got it, you know, got it, got it attention again and just mm-hmm. good. People love should love the stylist and watch the stylist. So I did, and it had Bria Grant in it. Um, and it had uh it was made by Jill Six. It was an extension of a short she had done. So she, you know, obviously recommended this movie that she was involved with called Black Mold. And Black Mold ended up being a Tubi release. Tubi has done a lot of like um to be exclusive
1: I didn't even know that that's awesome okay
0: and so it's it's a good one it's another kind of what's real what's not spooky in the mind like you know because people get trapped in a building where there's black mold and so they might be hallucinating about what's happening when
1: uh I lived in an apartment that was riddled with black mold all I got was so many migraines that I thought I had a brain tumor yeah crazy,
0: but when I moved out, I didn't have any migraines anymore. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, Natty Knox was another one that I was like, that I reviewed already. It was, you know, very early 2000s style horror, but in 2023 with a lot of, you know, folks that people love, Robert England, Bill Mosley, Daniel Harris. Um, it's, it's not their greatest work. It's, pretty good and it, you know it's it's better than a lot of schlock <laughs> you know it's just like a good Halloween story yeah it's just like something sports. to
1: watch yeah 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 I know exactly what you mean
0: um the mean one was the one I was referring to earlier that taking a property in this case the Grinch and making a horror movie out of it
1: oh that's right the Grinch horror movie I didn't see it
0: yeah so Kind of came out at the end of 2022, but it didn't really get distributed till this year. I'm not exactly sure what happened with it as far as its release, but but it it finally became available. David Howard Thornton, who plays Art the Clown in the Terrifier movies, plays the Grinch, and he's perfect in it, as you'd imagine.
1: Yeah, I can see that for sure.
0: (laughs) I think this movie was good in leaning full throttle to the cheesiness and the silliness of it it's uh about cindy you know who in newville and there's a character named dr zeus like it's stupid and it's yeah yeah yeah. it's great it's stupid fun the kills are great um i did mention here we could talk about if you've seen it if not we can move on mayfair witches was a the anne rice kind of tv show thing
1: i started watching it uh my aforementioned neighbor liz loved it um yeah. i started watching it and it was one of those things where like i had to watch the first episode like three times because i just kept getting like like something would happen or whatever and i was like oh and, and and like then the whole episode had gone by and i was like i don't know one thing that even happened so like yeah. i never wanted it and and so, like, I watched the first couple, and I really liked it, and I never went back to it. Like, something distracted me, and then that was it.
0: Yeah. It, it's got two of my my my, my favorite people in it. Um, first, Beth Grant, who um, was in Donnie Darko, and yeah. Jericho, and um, I call her my old personal friend, Beth Grant, because mm-hmm. she was on my old podcast and got to spend a lovely afternoon with her and her Aww. husband. He's um, great.
1: Yeah. I like too,
0: yeah. Yeah, and then Alexandra Daddario.
1: Yeah, uh, of course. Who doesn't like Alex? Come
0: on. <laughs> she's objectively, great- like hot and but also good actress.
1: She's a great actress. She's great looking, and it's like okay, it and all works out for everybody.
0: <laughs> she's in my favorite Texas Chainsaw sequel that's not connected to Toby Hooper, which is right. uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D. Do your yes. thing. Um, so this kind of tier of films is kind of like my like, hey, they were pretty good. I liked it okay. Um, I think you've seen this one I'd be surprised if you hadn't because I think the whole world did no one will save you
1: I liked that movie and I don't know if you know this but I hate aliens
0: I do know this yes I
1: and I watched it right before I went so when I was at this writing residency in Tennessee it was a farmhouse but where I stayed wasn't in the farmhouse It was a quarter mile up a dirt path that literally looked like a Blair Witch when I'd walk up it at night. Right. And it was a converted chicken coop with no running water and no electricity. So uh, I could use the farmhouse for like, you know, like showering and cooking and stuff, charging things up. But I was in the chicken coop and it was awesome. But I watched that movie right before I left and I was like, you know, <laughs> why did I do that? <laughs> now I'm spooked out. But I really, really liked that movie a lot. Um, Even though I don't like alien stuff because it scares me. Yeah. I thought like, you know, the twists about it. I thought how like she didn't say anything really through it. And, and like, I thought the ending, especially like really clever stuff. Yeah. Really, really good. I was very impressed
0: with that movie. I thought it was great.
1: I, and a lot of people were mixed on that ending, but I really
0: liked it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was it was one that I wasn't sure I was going to stick with, and I was, I was really glad I ended up watching the whole thing.
1: Me
0: too, uh, yeah. I, I wasn't sure I wanted to, you know, not that it's experimental except for the no dialogue part, but... Um, it was interesting. Yeah. They yeah. just
1: made interesting choices, which yeah. was, like, cool. Like, I was, I, I really liked that a lot. I really enjoyed it.
0: And I think that's one that pretty much came out on Hulu. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was a Hulu release.
0: Yeah, it's just a really interesting year for like, um, you know, after the success of Terrifier 2, and things like hitting theaters, you know, on their own terms, you know, I thought we'd see a little more of that this year, and I don't think we did. I think it went right back to the streaming model, and, and yeah. that will be clear in a lot of, of the next films I talk about, but... um, um. Well, here's one that i can i can bring up that we reviewed on the show talk to me now that was a theatrical success
1: yes yes uh aiden actually saw that too he and his girlfriend went to see it in the theater and she was like so freaked out on the ride back yeah
0: <laughs> like Ugh! and uh
1: he was like dude that movie was fucking crazy yeah and i was like oh cool like i've heard nothing but good things yeah. So then the minute we could watch it here at home, we did. And the the whole movie I was like had my hands like over <laughs> my face, like, oh my god, right from the beginning on. Like, no. Stop <laughs> making bad choices. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was great. It was it looked uh... good. The story was good. Uh the way they set up for like prequels and sequels, good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes when excuse me sometimes when they set it up for a sequel or something you're like like so cheesy right right but oh my god I thought it was so great yeah I was really impressed with that movie
0: um it it also was very Australian very Australian not intimidatingly so like you could still watch it um like I, I I I and I do love some Aussie horror um, I, I like, uh, body melt comes to mind. That was kind of a really old one, but, um, at the same time, when, you know, it, it could be anywhere it could happen in any town. Yeah. Yeah. That could have been set in New York. Yeah.
1: Like Connecticut,
0: like anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was great. Yeah um and i think sometimes specificity is good and important to a movie like uh you know like street trash is very much new york 1985 six, seven, you know sle- you know it's same with the Lauder movies um and you need that specific. yeah of course but but sometimes if you're a a duo who's more known for making youtube prank videos and you're trying to make your first m- mainstream movie crossover hit then it's yeah good to to feel universal if you're trying to hit American audiences so
1: I 100% agree
0: yeah
1: did you see my basket case uh Christmas ornament
0: I think I might have
1: I'll send it I posted it on Instagram I'll send it
0: (laughs) I wore my basket case shirt to the family Christmas this year because it's it it, you know it it has red in it (laughs) and Everything else, like, that was clean and fits well right now is, like, a Michael Myers mask or Jason. Yeah, mask. yeah. But this was just, you know.
1: Perfect. I love it.
0: <laughs> I, was, I, I was, like, asked my wife if this pass. She's like, I don't care. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, also, I liked The Barn, too. This is one where I reviewed um, retro style but made in the, you know, 2020s. And has a lot of cameos, Linnea Quigley, Darcy the male girl, folks, you know, everybody didn't, loves. Yeah, I, I didn't
1: hear about that one.
0: Yeah. Um House was another Hulu original. I
1: heard it was fun.
0: It's another fun one.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know one person who saw it and was like, Egh. Like, everyone was like, this was, like, surprisingly very fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um... It's Mean Girls meets Cocaine Bear Base.
1: Yeah, I'll <laughs> watch that eventually
0: for sure. <laughs> um, another fun one this year was Obstacle Corpse. It's, um, you know, if you've ever done like a marathon or kind of like group sport activity, um, you know, it's it's like one of those things where, you know, you're going to gather in the woods and do a course, but then it turns out it's a little more sinister than that. But this was very much like a tongue-in-cheek, you know, campy, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God, that's fun. That yeah. sounds fun.
0: I'll watch yeah. that. Um, my friend Roger shows up in it, and it was funny because I just knew right away there's Roger Connors on the screen. Um, I should also mention, as far as Christmas movies that I saw this year. I've got to see him in. Oh gosh, I'm gonna get this title wrong. It's like Mother Krampus Two or Lady Krampus Two Sleigh Ride. It has like three different titles that's been released with. Oh no! But it's like one of those things that comes up on Tubi or yeah. whatever free streaming service. If you're looking at per Christmas horror, right, you're gonna,
1: right,
0: you're gonna find Mrs. Claus by by Troy Escamilla, and you're gonna find like this Lady Krampus Two thing. Um, and and it, it's just always good to see Roger right <laughs> on screen um but he's very small cameo in Obstacle Corpse. It, it, Obstacle Corpse though it's a good independent production um with some goofy story and some also sentimental stuff you know stuff about daddy issues It's interesting that's interesting
1: I didn't even care about that one I'll definitely I'll check that one up for sure
0: yeah um I've done a couple shows already about Dr Seville's Horror Show um, locally, you know, written, directed, filmed. Um, so I'm very biased there. Uh, just to see all my other interviews with Kevin Phipps and reviews of that movie. And you should watch it because I'd like to get your perspective. All right, for sure. Um, it's an anthology, so
1: I remember you posting about it because I remember you posting about it being like local to you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I should say um, it's, but it's like it's it's really good. Like it's 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 beautiful. It's beautifully shot. It's funny and weird, um, interesting potential for a a horror icon, uh, in Dr. Seville, so, um, and then when we start to talk about movie, you know, we're starting to talk about movies I really loved. Um, I really hope you saw this one. And if not, I'm happy to talk more about it, but Brooklyn 45, so this is another, um, uh shutter release as okay. far as direct to Shudder um I'm, I'm sure it was in some theaters as well Ted gagan uh wrote and directed this one it's got Larry Fessenden it's got um oh, let's see who else is in the cast that we can talk about um um
1: yeah I'm looking at
0: it now Jeremy Home. oh Christina cleave mm-hmm. she follows me on Instagram she's great in this
1: uh oh Ezra Buzzington You know, I I brought him a cheesecake once years ago (laughs) a horror convention.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anne Ramsey's great in it. You know, she's been in stuff for years, and then she gets to, like, have, like, a real big starring role in this one. Um, Brooklyn 45 is definitely, like, on a lot of best of 2023 lists, and deservedly so. It's it's a chamber horror. It's, you know, kind of a a one-location play. And um, it's about... Not just like World War II and the fallout of that and the anti-German paranoia um, after World War II, um, but just, you know, combat PTSD, like, you know, um, coming to terms with kind of, you know, war crimes. Um, it's loaded with a lot of serious stuff, um, but it's also cool, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Beance. And then bad things happen kind of piece. So yeah, I'll definitely check this one out. I'm looking at it now and it's like
1: uh it seems up my alley. And yeah. there's a lot of people in here I like so.
0: It's it's really well put together costuming, and I've I've reviewed this before, but you know, you're gonna see it on a lot of best of lit 2023 lists, deservedly so. Okay,
1: great. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: As far as like kind of the last chunk of films that um, and that's definitely one of my favorites. Um, you know, some of the other like favorites I saw. And, you know, it, this year was it was hard for me to like pick a a real stand down as something like that I loved the most and would watch over and over again. I I kind of got to sample a lot this year as I was, you know, as as video of the damned moved to the Morbidly really Beautiful Network and as I started to interview more folks for this new. Podcast, The Chamber, uh, you know, it requires me to, in a good way, it's great. Talk to more people and talk about more movies and see more movies. Um, another one that was like a thriller was called Traitor. Um, that was a, a good, um, so so Traitor and Influencer were two thrillers I saw this year involving, like, identity, identity theft, um, Whereas Influencer was very, it was on a bunch of beautiful locations, right? Right. Trader was another, like, one location, this one gal's apartment, and getting into day trading, and some really psychotic things happened. It, it, it was actually reminiscent of Arlington Road, if you remember that movie. From- yes,
1: I do remember
0: that movie. Yes. Where Where there's stuff in there about kind of... Homeland Terror, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, on Arlington Road.
0: Yeah. Um, another independent film I saw, this which is now getting a lot of attention, is Brightwood. You know, that's one that's available now on free streaming services. And it's two people in the cast. And it's all one location uh, in these, like, woods around a lake. And they get okay. caught in time. And um, I did a whole review of it, um, which I'll, I'll put on the morbidly Beautiful Network, I think, because um, I did something fun with the review, where I kind of reenacted the movie. Oh, so, cool. Um, and, and there's really good folks in that. So I'll just point people to that. Um, Murder Size. Did you get a chance to see this one from A&P Films? No. Murder Size had a Kansas Bowling who's in a tons of good stuff, um, had one of my new favorite people, Jessa Flux, who's just like, um, in the movie is like an 80s blonde bimbo, but it's like played very really over the top. And okay. She, so, oh, you
1: know what? I, did, I didn't see this, but I do know this. Yes. Now that I'm looking at it.
0: I, I think everybody who sees it will, I mean, they, probably know some of Dakota's movies already. Um,
1: I love I love these like like in the Leotards and stuff. Yes, it's so yes. funny.
0: You'll become a Jessa fan from it. Um okay. yeah, this is, a this bunch is, of stuff this, this year. Um this is
1: right to... up my alley for sure.
0: Um another Dakota bowling starring vehicle this year was third Saturday in October part five. And this was this, the the duo of movies where they came out with part five, and then part one. They did nineties horror, and complete with a nineties soundtrack that had yeah. Helium and a bunch of other bands.
1: I love Helium.
0: <laughs> and then they do the part one Grindhouse seventies film. Okay. So, um, and the next couple of these were like Hulu releases, Shutter releases. Um, I'm sorry. I think. I think these next ones were all just on shutter. Okay. Wait, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. One that came out that I think played a couple theaters but pretty much was a screen box exclusive was Onyx the Fortuitous one and the Talisman of Souls. Um you might know a little bit about this Onyx character cuz he was involved with that whole satanic temple thing that happened in Salem do you remember this
1: <laughs> well what thing though like I'm familiar with the satanic temple in in Salem um was it like when they had that arson thing or whatever
0: this was the guy who came to like one of the first um satanic church or satanic temple openings thing and he was on the news and he was the notice me senpai guy oh okay yes yes and like that's a whole character he's been doing online for a long time
1: oh okay okay um,
0: and so if you're somebody who likes like the earnest movies or even like rocket man with harlan williams um just like movies set around a goofy character he's that's a
1: goofy what, guy doing some
0: funny stuff <laughs> yeah. that's what onyx the fortuitous one in the talisman of souls is but it's like all these folks go to a well his mom's barbara crampton
1: love that
0: she sends like like okay and and she's like you know hot divorcee like bringing in like the stepdad or whatever and he like so he hates it he thinks it's gross so he goes you know and he's gonna go off to this satanic mansion um who the 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 Lord of the Manor is Jeffrey Combs
1: love that did you know that his daughter is the girl in the Folgers incest commercial? Did I, you send that to me? Was I that did. you? I did.
0: I'm the one who told you that.
1: Oh my god! I'm still shook to my core. <laughs> that's right. I forgot you were the one who sent that to me. Dude, I did. It. That's crazy.
0: Yes, and I know she never talks about it. And um... uh, it's amazing. I literally showed it each Twitch
1: stream I did this <laughs> month for for call it holiday chaos. I made
0: sure that that commercial was in there. It's amazing. I'm sure she's done some even better work since.
1: I would
0: um, be the most proud of that if that were my commercial. I don't
1: (laughs) even care. I think it's so funny. Anyway, okay, so I'm derailing, but.
0: (laughs) Well, so yes, definitely if if you're a fan of the Combs family work, then check out Onyx. It's it's just yeah silly, eighties nineties style. You know it's 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 comedy horror. So, kids versus aliens. I heard about that one. I didn't see it. Okay, Um, this one I think kind of snuck under the radar for some folks. But um, you know, as as somebody who likes um, Psycho Gorman, and loves Psycho Gorman flashback um you know movies with kids dealing with horror and aliens and things like that this is yeah kids versus aliens right up your alley awesome um these three movies I think were some of the most talked about that I saw I think there might be some recency bias in one of them let's first talk about and so I'll do these in chronological order totally Totally killer which was on release tell me what your your thoughts were on that
1: i really liked it i saw that at beyond fest this year and um and that was very fun that was very cute um i actually got emotional at one point did you see it or no yeah love yeah these okay, are okay.
0: these are all ones i've seen that yeah were among my favorites. Oh, okay
1: um i got super emotional during one part um when they're in the the Spinny thing, and she's like, We were in this together once. I was like, Oh my god, I got so like, I'm getting teary eyed thinking about it. Um, <laughs> I love Karen Shipka, yeah. So I'm doing a Madman rewatch right now. Um, I thought it was very clever. Sometimes time travel movies are kind of to me, I thought it was very fun, yeah. Like, right off the bat, from when she's like in the 80s and that lady picks her up and is smoking in the car, I was like, I love this movie. um I just thought it was great I had a lot of fun with that movie it's very very um it's just enjoyable you know what I mean kind of in the same realm as like freaky and I know we're gonna probably talk about it's a wonderful night those kind of like slasher films but they're not they're not like super horror-y they're just fun like they're fun we can uh, kind of lighthearted. like I I really like that kind of like freaky I'm I'm like the world's biggest freaky fan I think yeah
0: like I we get- can talk the pig clock from it. So <laughs> we could talk so, about A Wonderful Knife next because, yeah. Um, yeah, that was probably one of the more recent films I saw, and I was pleasantly surprised by it. I, okay. um, I thought it was. It reminded me actually of Scream. It was very set up like a Scream was. I I do that, yeah. But it to- so was totally killer. I mean, I I, th- I thought those two movies were very similar.
1: Totally killer, and it's a wonderful knife. Are very like adjacent to each other, I think yeah um I loved actually it was funny too because when I recently re on my birthday I rewatched It's a Wonderful Night so I I saw that as well at Beyond Fest and uh, I wanted to watch it for my birthday so Fritz was like okay so we watched it and um I was like does she get a notebook about what no that's the other one that's the other movie um that's totally killer like at the end when she's like here's everything that changed because like things change, you know, oh. from the time travel or whatever. Um, but uh I really liked it's a wonderful Life," And um, you know, that that writer is fantastic. Mike is great. So um I just I just loved it. I thought it was cute. I thought it was so funny um that what's his name was basically cosplaying um Joel Olstein. Like he was just like that's like who he drew his character off of
0: yes justin long
1: justin long justin long and um also when i saw totally killer uh they have a kind of a little quick q a and i guess like that part with joel McHale, like at the foot of the stairs that was like really him the whole time and he just laid there for like three hours he's like i'll do it and it could have been anybody you know what i mean and i just thought that was very funny
0: Medication. But I thought it was
1: cute. Um, it's really nice to see some, like, kind of, like, queer forward. Like, there was a lot of, like, people who were like, it's gay.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm like, I love that it's, like, super queer forward. Like, yeah. I thought it was so cute. Like, even at the beginning when the mom gives the son, the gay son, like, the rainbow, like, ornament, and she's like, you're gonna have to hang this on your tree every <laughs> year for the rest of your life. And I was like, that is so true. That's <laughs> such, like, a Realistic moment for me, like you know, the mom being like here, and you're like great. (laughs) Like you don't want to disappoint your mom, right? So you're like, I thought it was so cute. I loved it. I thought it was
0: great. Yeah, Uh, agreed. Really, really enjoyed it too. Mm -hmm. The last movie I had on my list for things I saw this year that came out this year, and that were among my favorite. And I think in retrospect, if I've like, well, what, what if I had to pick like a handful of movies that I thought were like the most novel and 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 interesting this year and I thought they were all were and and whether it was a low budget totally independent movie or you know looked like it had some like kind of veteran money and and skill behind it uh I'd pick Brooklyn 45 um and then I'd pick this other one suitable flesh
1: oh I didn't see it yet it is it is again just like you know I'm like okay I have it queued up just like Thanksgiving I have it ready to go like I have it I haven't watched it
0: yet so Suitable Flesh is definitely of that ilk of like Reanimator from Beyond uh, yeah. and because of the people involved. Barbara Crampton's involved. Yes. They and,
1: had a screening at for Beyond Fest and someone actually, a friend of mine actually was like, hey, I have an extra ticket if you want to go. But I had just gotten home from Tennessee and had already hit two other movies. And I was like, I need to stay home. Like, yeah. Like, I can't keep going out
0: suitable flesh was directed by joe lynch but it was yes. written by dennis paoli based on an hp lovecraft and so you know that's why i think of like from beyond and
1: yeah it's lovecraftian
0: yeah um bar barbara crampton of course is great in it um heather graham was really good to see her like in a starring role i love her i know and
1: she's been like so like low-key lately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: i love her um, Bruce Davison is, is, in, has an important role in it. Um, a lot of talk about Judah Lewis's, uh, break, uh, you know, breakout performance in that, um, he, he, he was known from the babysitter franchise, the babysitter, the yes. killer queen mm-hmm. and he's in summer of 84. Um, the pathologist was played by Graham Skipper, who love I love that with, as was, uh, Uh, also Jonah Ray is Dave the Orderly (laughs) so it's it's people that many of us like or know even yeah may know personally um and I love when Jonah like shows up (laughs)
1: hey you're in this (laughs) cool I love that I love that for us all (laughs) he's just fun
0: yeah um and that's how I feel about Barbara Crampton in anything it's going to be good because Barbara Crampton's here
1: she's fantastic
0: um I don't think I've talked about this on the show but I had a very excellent in person conversation not interview not you know for the show just me and Barbara Crampton at a convention talking um and and um it was nice it was it's definitely a personal highlight this year
1: I actually saw her after totally killer I think
0: okay (laughs) um
1: she was at that screening I want to say it was the totally killer screening uh, and she was like, hey, she's like, always like, oh, hi to Brian. Right. She's like, isn't he so great? I'm like, I have known him for 30 years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I was like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, and I'm like, oh, you know, like, I love your stuff. Like, I, you know, I had never met her face to face before. So I was like, I don't want to be too like, mm. I was like,
0: I love your stuff. I love you. You're great. Like,
1: yeah. everyone loves her. Let's be real. Yeah.
0: yeah. She's definitely been the uh, the the patron saint of um of this show
1: yeah she's fantastic so. i should get you one of those candles with her face like on the on the saint i should make you one
0: that would be i would definitely definitely light it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i i think overall an interesting year film wise what 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 did that, i mentioned did i did i not cover that you got to see that you enjoyed her you know or? what
1: let me look at oh oh god i can't let i can't minimize this while we're recording annoying (laughs) let me look at the email you sent because my brain is mush (laughs) i know when i was reviewing the email that you sent with like all the stuff on it i was like okay yeah i think he's pretty much got everything listed here i saw a crazy trauma movie called like like island of the cucks or like the the secret of cuck island (laughs) i think it's brand new um it was shockingly more competent than you would think for a movie called the secret of cuck island i didn't mind it uh, it was you know kind of gross like the guy's like trying to blow himself at one point and stuff and there's a lot of the, like oh like you know he's fucking the girl but he's got like shit in his underwear like that kind of stuff gross out humor i did not mind it and i also watched a movie and it's not new this year i don't think i know it was older but i think they released it recently trauma called like Molly's Problem or Maggie's Problem hold on I'm gonna look because I just looked it up and and I lost it so hold on Maggie's Problem I think it's Maggie's Problem um and it was like about a woman yeah trauma Maggie's Problem and it was about like a woman who like is in love with a sea creature and um it's just odd like all it like it was insanely low budget and the sea creature is insane looking and I kind of like I watched it when I was with Robin in Tennessee and I can't stop thinking about it it's like so weird like can you see if I do this yes yeah
0: so this was a film by Molly Hewitt
1: Yes, I think she has like a new, like she has like a, that was her legal
0: name then, but she goes by
1: something else now. Glam Hag.
0: Yes. So what I see here is that um, Glam Hag has collaborated with Sarah Squirm. Yes. Who is now. Big in the
1: Chicago, like underground. Because Robin, my, my co resident, was from Chicago. So she was like, oh, like, you know, big into this like underground art sort of scene. And it was very interesting.
0: I cannot stop thinking about this stupid movie. That's how I felt about um, All Jacked Up and Full of Worms. Yes, and Some you know scene. what's
1: funny is uh, I recently was like, I should probably
0: just watch that movie, because I always think about you talking about it. I, I wish I could name it my best of 2023 again. I mean, but it was best of 2022. <laughs> um, that's, it's I, like I... when
1: I said the best <laughs> the best movie of this year was The Who's Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> um No, I think you covered everything. I can't think of anything that uh, I have seen that you haven't mentioned. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I honestly did not, a lot of the stuff that I watched that was new to me this year was not new as a movie.
0: Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's always good to go back and, like, watch stuff you, you haven't caught up with. Then, obviously, there'll be 2023 stuff that I'm catching up with in 2024. Right, But I mean, is there anything you're particularly excited about for 2024? Like I'm I I think one of the people who is gonna, you know, go see Terrifier Three when it comes out. But
1: Well, Terrifier Three is gonna be a Christmas movie. Yeah. (laughs) I am obviously very excited for that because if you can't tell, (laughs) I'm incredibly into Christmas. So um so I am looking forward to that. Of course, like I my brain is not 100% 100% functional all the time. So when it comes to things like coming out soon, I'm really like not in the loop on that. If yeah. I am, I can't remember it right now. Right. I do know about Tower of Fire 3 because of the Christmas angle. So I am
0: excited for that. So cool.
1: we'll see how it goes.
0: I know Night Swim is going to be one that uh, it's a Blumhouse movie that people are really excited about.
1: Yes, there's posters for it all around my house. Yes. Well, not my house, but like my neighborhood, you know what I mean?
0: Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, like like I and I keep seeing it, and actually the the trivia thing they had like a, I think like a oh we have tickets to a screening sort of thing. Yeah. yeah I don't know anything about it. I just know the poster.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It popped out out of nowhere for me. So, <laughs> uh, I can't think. Do you know of anything
0: else coming out? Yeah, Nosferatu, which will be next Christmas.
1: Shit, that comes out next
0: year. Christmas, Robert Egger, which Holy I. Shit. I'm sadly behind on I know people love lighthouse and witch you didn't uh, see the lighthouse I have not seen I've only seen the the tiktoks and memes uh, uh it's good <laughs> we
1: watched it for New Year's one year we were like let's watch this and I was like this is a weird way to start the new Year." <laughs> um you didn't see the witch
0: no I, I didn't really see. like the
1: witch here's the thing about the witch I watched it for the first time when I was still in Massachusetts and I was like I hate this movie but then I realized I was just watching it with annoying people, <laughs> and like it like like the there was like a fan in the windows, so it was like loud. And that movie is quiet. Like you need surround sound, and you need the lights to be off, and you need like the subtitles on, right? And when I moved here, moved in with Fritz, he was like, "Oh, I want to watch it," and we rewatched it, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I actually love this movie." <laughs> I was just like really annoyed that day. <laughs> so so Robert Eggers, he's great so okay. I'm really looking forward to that Nosferatu very cool yeah yeah I didn't realize it comes out that fast though Signing yeah.
0: cool <laughs> I'm there <laughs> I'm in line right now what else is there anything else the other one I want to talk about um and I'll, to, I'll be curious if you if you hadn't heard about what's going to happen with this I think you'll be excited to know so Maxine which is the sequel. Hey, that's right, Maxine. X yes. And Pearl. Do you know what they've revealed about this movie?
1: They said that it's a, it's like a Giallo,
0: right? Yes. Yeah. So you're a, a Giallo January celebrator.
1: Absolutely. We're getting started, uh, you know, hitting the ground running on the first uh very excited even got for some j and b for christmas even though he doesn't drink scotch he won last year He was like i should have got some j and b like i would have just drank it so i got him some so uh i am looking forward to january giallo so um so when they announced that i was like yes that's gonna be so good because i really loved x Mm -hmm. and i liked pearl a lot i loved x um so I'm really looking forward to that. We'll see how it goes. It'd be like '80s Hollywood Sunset Strip, like. Yeah, it looks so grimy. Like, oh my god, it's like taxi driver-ish looking. Like, <laughs> all right, I cannot wait. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that one.
0: Yeah, those yeah. are definitely things that I know of um, coming out. I'm continuing to watch this season's Fargo, which has some horror elements.
1: Oh, I forgot that that started.
0: Yeah. Oh god, I should catch up on that for sure. Yeah. That show has always had some mystery.
1: Mis- <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. they' that
1: one one like that one scene with like Ray Wise, and it's very like off-putting, but it's also like very like Big Lebowski-ish. Yes. and it's like this is like a weird mesh of like Big Lebowski and the and Twin Peaks
0: or something. And they I mean, went aw. you know? They got yeah. And it's very similar for for this season. Okay,
1: great. Yeah, I gotta, I
0: gotta jump into that. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't know about a whole lot of TV coming out horror wise or otherwise. Yeah, yeah I, I don't either. He's kind of. I'm kind of like
1: a. It's just out, and then I know about it. Yeah,
0: yeah. So. I better Paul Saul ended like over a year ago, which is shocking to. to you know realize. what's so
1: funny? I just looked that up because I was like, did that
0: this year or last year? I was shocked that it was last year. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh my fucking god, really? That was a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah.
1: I've been heartbroken for a year and a half.
0: Right, right. Fuck. Now all we have succession to look Succession ended to... this year. Which one did? Succession ended this year. Right, right. Which is one I never got into, but oh my
1: god, it's so good. I got it. drunk monkeys number one show of the year. <laughs> yes,
0: uh, really, even over the bear.
1: And the bear is on the list. Okay. The bear is on the list, but I thought
0: Succession. I think we all thought Succession. Maybe. maybe. Moved it a little bit so this would be a good time for you to plug anything you want to plug including uh, no. drunkmonkeys.us
1: yes drunkmonkeys.us uh we've had a very messy year I took a, a mental health hiatus and we never really like hit the ground running back up again in our um in our sister site cherry dress um Kat Conway's Nocturnes is coming out soon it was supposed to come out like a month ago I got sidetracked She was like i don't care which is like the worst thing you can say to me (laughs) but then she got sidetracked and then um i'm actually kind of ordering the proof i think i should be able to do it tonight and so it'll kind of really be our first 2024 release instead of our last 2023 release that's okay uh we have captiva coming out too soon um uh we got just uh we'll be opening soon for drunk monkeys for um our pop culture issue which is our april issue so if you you know are a writer that likes to write pop culture inspired stuff look out for that Uh, a call for submissions should be mid mid january probably so trying to get back into the groove but this has just been a very sloppy second half of the year nobody has seemed to care all that much and that's okay yeah (laughs) we're not the new yorker so we don't have to be held to a standard (laughs) um besides that I mean you know I do I do edit for Fangoria now here and there and it's been really really cool uh you know kind of a dream publication for editing purposes so if you get your newest Fangoria issue you'll see my name there that's fun um besides that not really a lot of writing projects happening right now that need boosting so I am going back to my Patreon starting uh next month so well in two days (laughs) So uh, I, I, you know, when I had the mental health break, I kind of stopped everything. So I'm back at that. But besides that, um, really, no, drug monkeys is probably the biggest thing. Feel free to follow me, Colleen Carney, Hefner. You can find me pretty much anywhere on Instagram, Twitter. I'm still on Twitter. I don't care. Uh-huh. Uh, Blue Sky, all of it. So, uh-huh. So yeah, but besides that, not
0: really too much to report right now in terms of like, personal boosting so gotcha um I'm hoping to continue to do the chamber and video the damned maybe um maybe make video the damned a little bit more of a monthly bi-monthly quarterly special kind of thing and, and make, be cool yeah 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 that's always fun yeah and then use the chamber more to just have great conversations yeah I'm looking to maybe talk to a, a friend of mine soon. Who um, one of his claims to fame was being uh, a Batman villain henchman. So, oh, I love that. So, so, so I mean, he's obviously done a bunch of other stuff, but I know I'm going to ask him about that because it's you know, yeah, that's amazing.
1: This is one of
0: Mr.
1: His, so. I love Batman stuff.
0: I don't even yeah. care. <laughs> But he's got a horror movie coming out, and so we'll talk about that. Um, uh, looking to talk to some other filmmakers that you may or may not heard me talk about on this show and reviewed their movies, and I will somewhat be on social media. I'm kind of taking a, a step back from all that. Um,
1: no, it's always nice to take a hiatus, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's, it's, it can be overwhelming.
0: Yeah, makes it difficult to promote the show, but yeah I'm not still connected to it so I'd be somewhat connected to it but
1: yeah that's okay though you just pop in to promote it and then you sizzle on back to something else for a little while so it's very it's hard to be on social media right now so
0: I I think 2024 is really going to be my cocoon year yeah there's nothing wrong with that (laughs) thank you Colleen as always for being part of the video the damned the chamber family <laughs> of course
1: have me on any time maybe yeah. one of my voice isn't like
0: <laughs> no i think you i think you held up well and um, i think so too the christmas tradition and and this is coming out around new year's actually so um happy 2024 to everybody
1: happy 2024 y'all <laughs>